here again, forging the future with Will Sanchez and Jesus Chin Cortez, episode eight. We're finally on episode eight, and we have two very important guests on this episode. Two more guests on this episode. <laughs> uh, we have a genius. Gray and Doug from More Technologies with us today. Now, you guys who are listening right now, you guys want to want to tune in for this one because this is an inspirational story. You know, I, I, the fact that these guys are young guys with a dream. They just had this thought, this idea. And really, that's all they had at the moment. They didn't have the finance. They didn't have the, they didn't have the connection. They have nothing. You know, just a thought, a dream, an idea. And they went from there, man. And so it's a really inspirational story. So you guys definitely want to tune into this one. You guys definitely want to listen to this one and uh, support. Definitely support these guys. But uh, besides that, man, what's up with you? What's going on? Nothing much, man. Uh, just picking up from the week. Very busy week this week. Yeah? Why I so think. busy? Uh, short staff. <laughs> All right, well, you guys are at short staff. Yeah, but, but we're good. We're good. We all got right. all the staff. And uh, I don't know when this episode is going to be released, but we got uh, Valentine's Day coming up next week. You got any plans with your girl for next week? Uh, not yet, but I'm working on that. So. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Don't let her know <laughs> that. Don't let her know that. <laughs> mine, so. Yeah. So my wife right now is in Puerto Rico. Uh, she would actually be coming back. I believe it's Valentine's Day. She'll be coming back. Let me think. Yeah. No, the day after Valentine's Day. So I got away with it this time. I don't think she realized what she was doing. <laughs> she did. She didn't realize it. So, well, she did ask me to go. Uh, so she's going for this church thing, and uh, she wanted me to go. But uh, I'm not a big weekend trip kind of guy. You know, I like to be able to relax and chill out for a little while. And those weekend trips, I don't know, they just feel rushed to me. They feel like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, I can't Rico do that. Right now Puerto Rico's this good. This time of the year, you look at 80 degrees. It's nice. Puerto Rico's always beautiful. So, you know, she's liking it right now. She got there yesterday. And so she's just living it up. Living it up. She rented a, a Jeep. And so she was like, I'm, I'm hitting the, the roads and I want to have an adventure. So, I want to be in Puerto Rico. Yeah, right so that's her Valentine's Day. Uh, my Valentine's Day will be at home, probably playing God of War or something like that. With the, so, with the dog. So, perfect Valentine's Day. <laughs> when she comes back, I'll definitely make it up to her. Though. But let's get into the episode, man. Let's All get right. into the episode. And uh, we uh, like to uh, bring in the guys, our guest. All right. All right. All right. So, let's get right into it. Um, we have two more. Guests on this podcast. <laughs> we're doing something different this time, though, because uh, we're going, uh, we're doing all this through uh, online. Uh, we got our guests joining us today via Microsoft Teams. A little plug in there for Microsoft, if you want to pay us. <laughs> but uh, so it's our first time trying something like this. One of our guests is actually coming out of Texas. The other one's coming out of Lansing. So that's uh, very exciting. So go ahead, Asus, introduce them to us. Yeah, so we have... Ray Taylor and Doug Salas are here with us today from More Technologies. How are you guys doing today? Not too bad. Not too bad. How are you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. Now, that's Mower spelled M as in Mary, O-W-R, right? Correct. Yep, yep. Drop All the right, Mower Technologies. Oh, well, welcome to Forging the Future. We appreciate your time, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate you guys having us. For sure. So we do have uh, some questions here for you guys. If you didn't know uh, the way our podcast works, we're basically trying to get to know uh, how people, entrepreneurs, get into uh, starting up a business. 
And so we heard about your story. We found it very interesting. So that's why you guys got an invite. We want to hear a little bit more about how you guys got this, uh, this business started. And uh, just let us know your story, man. So from what I understand, you guys are friends. All right. You come together. Yeah. Before the yeah. business yeah, even starts, is that right? Yeah. I mean, uh, we've known each other since, what, sixth grade, I think. Um, so, yeah, we've been... We've been friends, business partners over the course of however many years. All right. I think we lost Doug there for a second there. Yeah, it's breaking up. Just there, Doug? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So we've been, yeah, Gray and I have been friends for, um, you know, since sixth grade. You know, we've had multiple businesses together, um, you know, starting when we were 17, 18, we had the we had a clothing uh, apparel company. We did fly fresh, fresh uh, fashions. Um, we sold clothes and shoes, purses, all, all types of things. Um, and then, you know, we, it led into into mower and, you know, we've been grinding it out ever since. You guys met the sixth grade. So what you yeah. heard about what? Well, 13 years old then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we were the shortest two on the basketball team, so. We, <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of clicked. Is that how you guys became friends? Yeah, <laughs> became friends there? each other. We were the same height. Where'd you guys go to school? In Lansing, uh, Otto, and then Eastern. Eastern High School. Okay. And then Otto Middle School. Yeah, so we met in middle school. And, uh, yeah, we just been riding it out. So my question to you guys is, how did you go from selling or wanting to sell clothes to now developing an app like Mower. I, I think for me, um, <clears throat> it was um, just having that entrepreneur uh, mindset. Um, we both um, think alike, think alike, but at the same time, we both bring uh, different uh, aspects to any business that we jump in. Um, so like, uh, like you said, we did many businesses. So like if he says something, he'll bring a fresh idea or um, he's someone or uh, well, he's in a, a corporate position right now. So he brings that over. Um, and um, like we just for like a, a business partner, like I think we like are like a match made in heaven because um, we know how to like if I'm lacking on something, he'll definitely pick up and, um, you know, take that load and vice versa. Um, and a lot of people, they could, you know, dismantle or break up. If, you know, if we do, if there's any, like, somebody slowing down or whatever. So we motivate each other all the time. And, um, you know, I think that's what, I look, for me, I look for that in him. And hopefully he looks for that in me as well. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we've always, and, you know, we've been, I mean, you know, we've been hustlers ever since we was young. You know, like, I remember back when I was in, you know, middle school, I was selling candy out my backpack <laughs> to make money. I'd buy bought candy and sell it out my backpack. Um, you know, and it's. It's just we've been grinding ever since, you know, we when we had our clothing company, we you know, we were selling clothes. Um, I opened a produce store. Um, had a, I had to run it for about six years. We closed down during COVID, but I, you know, opened up that produce store from the ground up in my community, um, you know, because I saw that need, you know, there. And then, you know, for Gray, you know, he opened up a dance studio in, in, in his community. Right. And, and, you know, for, you know, for some for some of the kids that didn't have, you know, after school activities and, and things like that. So we've been always in that entrepreneurial, you know, like Grace said, mindset and and just hustling. You know, we just, we're, you know, we're trying to make it, trying to make, you know, some extra money. And, you know, right now trying to turn more into, you know, multi-billion dollar business. 
Tell us a little bit more about what, what more technology is all about. So we have on our platform, we have, um, so we have two different apps. So we have the more app, which is, we always say it's Uber for lawn care, right? So, um, you know, people, they create their profiles, they put their yard out there and they can get their yard serviced, whether it's mowing, um, leave, uh, pick up and removal and then snow, um, sidewalk and, and, um, driveway and then get their, you know, their, the snow removed. Um, and then we also have more renter. Uh, well, I guess going back to mower and then also on the flip side of that, um, on the partner side, we have more partners, right? So we have individuals that sign up and they can pick up those jobs. Um, you know, that's within a certain mile radius from them. So kind of similar to the Uber model, right? You have your, your customer side and then you have your partner side. Um, <clears throat> and then we have more renter, which is a new app we just released a couple weeks ago. That's on our platform. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a renting app where everyday people can go in there and put in, you know, items they want to rent out, whether it's an air compressor, whether it's, um, you know, a lawnmower, it could be a carpet cleaner, um, you know, a bounce house, you know, just anything that you can think of that someone would want to rent out, you can you can put it on the platform uh, and rent it out. And then, you know, vice versa, we have, you know, people that are able to rent those items out around your community. Um, so just trying to, you know, build that, that platform for, you know, people to make extra cash, right? You know, Gray and I both did gig work, you know, when I, I had my produce business, I was also Ubering trying to keep my business afloat, um, you know, and, and doing DoorDash and whatnot. And, and so we're, we're big on trying to provide um, ways for people to earn extra cash, right? Um, you know, build, build their own business, whether it's a renting business, whether it's a landscaping business and picking up jobs, the app, um, you know, just, just trying to build that, that extra uh, stream of revenue for, for other individuals like, like we did. All right. Now for somebody who's going to be uh, downloading your application, where exactly are these services provided? Is this a national thing or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, yep. that's impressive. Yeah, so it's, it's in the app store. Yeah, so anyone yeah. can download it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. we've, right. even for um, for more, we've done jobs and I think uh, we were just talking about it the other day. I think there's about 15 different states we've done, um, whether it's mowing leaves or snow removal jobs around, around the country. Um, and then for more renter, like I said, we just released a couple of weeks ago, but it's available all throughout the country. Okay. And that's going to be mower spelled M O W R and then renter R E N T R. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Drop the E yeah, for all of those <laughs> listeners out there who are interested in downloading the application. I want to make sure they find it. So <laughs> yeah, it's in Android and um, iOS stores. Okay. Can you guys talk a little bit about having the idea and then eventually leading up to developing the app because I know it's not an easy process. <laughs> not at all. No. I like great. I like great take this one. Um for us, uh yeah, it was uh very interesting uh how it came about and how we were in uh ended up this far. So um years and years ago, I'm not gonna talk about how long ago, but years and years ago. Um <laughs> we came up with the idea uh it was uh my mom outside she was uh lawn mowing uh she stayed with me at the time um so she was outside lawn mowing and um like doug said we did gig work so um i was looking outside and i was like you know it, it, it would be dope if somebody you could order somebody to come mow your um lawn like you could like a ride so and like it started resonating in my head like it just kept on repeating itself and i'm like oh my god this might be a good idea um so um I talked to uh, my girlfriend about it, 
and uh, she said it's a good idea, but she always says everything I say is a good idea. So you don't know if it's like, you know, if it holds any weight, really. So um, <laughs> then I was, uh, I asked uh, my mom, and of course she's going to say yes. Anything, you know, that's how moms are. So I was like, let me call Doug, because like anytime I get an idea, I run off uh, Doug. So I told Doug, and Doug was like, man, that's that's a, that's a good idea. So I'm like, all right, three people say, yeah, you know, but it still might be a little biased. But I was like, all right, Doug, um, how would you like to be my business partner? And then, like, I know he wasn't expecting that, like, like it to become a business. He thought maybe I was just, like, talking about something good. So he was like, yeah. Uh, and then, like, later that day, we're texting back and forth uh, about, like, the whole idea. And then we're like, we need a name, though. So we're going back and forth. I think the third name we chose was Mower. Um, so then, like, we're like, how do we how do we get it going from there? So um, that's where we're stumped at because we don't know any app developers or like we didn't even know what to call a person who built the app. So we're just like, we don't even know where to begin. We have this great idea, but we don't have, you know, no idea. So um, at the time, um, my, my favorite places to drive was Uber uh, or Uber, uh, Michigan State uh, doing Uber. And um, I'll go out there party nights, you know, it's fun. It's a good environment, you know, like I, at the time I was like maybe like 20 something. And, um, you know, like, I felt like I was a little bit too old for the party scene, but it still gives you that little vibe, you know, when you drive and turn the music up, everybody jamming in the car. So I, I would talk to people. I was like, hey, um, what do you think about this idea? What do you think about this idea? A lot of people were saying it was nice. And I'm like, you, you know, the uh, person that builds the app, what are they called? So I started like, because the college campus, you know, they have so many different uh, uh, people that um, can basically a lot of resources there. So they're like, what you need is the app developer. That's what you need. So um, we end up, I ended up driving uh, a cybersecurity guy one day. And he was like, well, I have a friend. Uh, he he designs, but not builds. So I was like, okay. I was like, can you set us up a meeting with all you guys? So we met, um, is Bigby in Grand Rapids at all? Is yeah, it? yeah. Okay, okay. So um, we met at uh, Bigby in East Lansing. We started talking and he was like, he, he ended up building the, or designing the app. And the dope thing was, everything happens for a reason. As soon as we started talking, the designer immediately started sketching. Like, I don't think we asked his name yet, but he started sketching out like the design of it. had a font and everything. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, man, I love this energy. I'm big on energy. I'm like, and Doug was like, yeah, that's cold. So we, um, we ended up like getting that design, but he's like, I can't do anything after this. So he built us the design, but he's like, you're gonna need somebody to develop it. I'm just a designer. I can't bring it to life. And then we were stumped again. Because <laughs> 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 we like, like we pretty much like, like I drove out there religiously. So I talked to every computer science, computer science I can possibly find. So um, um, my girlfriend was my like, girlfriend, hey, uh, a coworker of mine builds apps. So I was like, oh, man, put me uh, in, you know, in touch with them uh, so we can have a meeting. So um, me, Doug, and him, I, I don't, did we drive up to Grand Rapids? Is that what we did when we first met him? Or, no, they came down here. Yeah, they he met came us down. Yeah, he yes. met us at, uh, at the produce store. Yeah, they, they met, met, the they met us at uh, Doug's store. Yeah. So we had a meeting. It was four, four of us, and, like, we're going through it, and they're getting excited. And I, we're getting excited. And then they tell us how much it costs, and our jaws drop, and we're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We weren't ready for that. <laughs> but um, luckily for us, um, like, they loved the idea so much. They were willing to work with us in the, at that time because, you know, we didn't think it cost that much. But, like, it's either, like, you want an app developer, you want to buy a car. 
you know. So we had to show us what, <laughs> what we wanted. So um, uh, we ended up sticking with one of the guys. Um, he stuck with it um, with us. So that um, it, that started that uh, app being created. So um, we had mower going for a while. Um, we pushed it out initially when we launched it because a lot of people, um, especially with your platform, would like to hear um, when we first uh, launched it. Um, we thought it was going to go bananas. We thought, like, man, this is it. Um, it's going to go crazy. It's going <laughs> to shut down the world because this is the best idea ever. So um, <clears throat> what you guys need to know also is um, it's, it can be a great idea, but it's, it's a time and place for everything. And I, I, uh, I felt like maybe we were a tad early when we launched, but it didn't, like, we thought it was going to get a 1,000 shares. It's going to blow up, all this other stuff. I think I only got like a hundred shares, um, and I know it has to do with like Facebook has algorithms and stuff as well. But um, it was just um, a difference in one, um, it getting out there, and then people having to understand. You have to educate people on new things. It's not like um, you know something that's already out there. Like uh, I don't know, like if it was like a store or something, or you know, it's something brand new. It's a new concept of somebody actually doing your yard for you. So we had to realize that a lot of people had to get educated and we had to, one, attack the marketing on educating people on what what this product is, what this service is, and how it benefits and who it benefits um, on both sides of the app. Um, you have your lawn care providers who are constantly looking for work, but they're not, um, you know, they don't have any leads. Well, that's where we come in place. So we have to show them that this is what our app does for them. Then on the flip side, you have your customer, okay? Customers, there's different type of customers. You might have, um, you know, somebody who's constantly working two jobs, doesn't have time to do uh, their lawn, all right? So, you know, we have to learn how to market it to them. Or you might have, um, I mean, you know, a whole bunch of other scenarios. But we, we had to figure out how to market. Um, so, like like I said, when we initially launched, we were like, we were like shocked that it didn't like catapult and just become this big thing. Um, it took a while. It took a while to get traction because, um, like, we had to find our customers. We had to find who they are, where they're at, and you know how much it costs to reach them. Um, and that's some of the things we're still, you know, looking at to this day because the customers are like changing rapidly. Um, so, like, what, like I'm here now, and I'm trying to figure out wh who are these customers here, you know, uh, in Dallas. So, um, when you guys first, you guys are who are watching this, we guys, you know, launch something just. You know, don't be shocked. Just keep pushing because, like, you just have to find your customer. So um, so that and that started, that was mower. That was just a mower. So with mower renter, um, me and Doug, uh, I think it was, like, an investor um, that reached out to us. Um, and he was like, you know, some of the things I would be interested in looking at or that would interest me if you guys added some of these features. What about, like, what if, like, somebody, and he said, what if somebody could rent equipment to, um, to uh, so they can mow lawns because they might not have the equipment. So that's how the more renter idea came about, um, and it's us listening like to what he was saying because uh, we could just like no that was stupid, but actually that was a great idea. But we kind of twisted and opened it up for all the equipment. It's just not power tools. It's not lawn, you know. So we uh, opened that idea up, and we were like, man, this is a great idea as well, you know. So. We, we ran that and finally got that uh, live a couple of weeks weeks ago. But um, over the course of us starting, it's, it's probably been like four or five years of where we were in Lansing. Now, like Doug said, we're like in 15 states. And 
Um, we're still pushing. I'm, I moved all the way out here to Dallas um, to push it as well. So uh, it, it takes a lot of hard work, dedication, and a lot of sacrifice. So a lot of your customers were based out in Dallas. That's the reason why you moved out there. What have you learned since moving out there? It's a whole different game out here. <laughs> it's very competitive, but that's what I learned. So um, you have land. I mean, it could be so beneficial, but you have to like we're still figuring out how to make it worth it on the um, partner side as well, um, because it's very competitive out here. You have people that will mow launch for fifteen dollars and do an amazing job, you know. <laughs> so um, it's it's something we have to fine tune on our end, but. Um, there's over 270 people moving to Dallas every single day. I mean, there's people moving out too. I don't have that number, but over 270 people moving here a day. Uh, and that's between Dallas, uh, Arlington and Fort Worth. Um, so, you know, our goal is trying to one, like, can we get that 200, can we get some, a piece of that 270 a day on top of you got people moving, not just in Dallas, but move, like people don't really stay in their residence. Like there's, there's a lot of business, a lot of Fortune 500 companies here. So it's a lot of business professionals. So we got to learn how to attack, like, like find them and get them on board. But it's like we got it's we have to figure out a new way of marketing, honestly, um, to to get to these individuals because they're, they're, they're scattered. But like it's like for me, like I, I did a little gig work out here. So I'm slapping flyers on stuff like when I'm delivering stuff, putting in their bag taping it to them, you know, I'm trying to get like, cause you have to reach, I mean, you got social media, but you know, you have to like figure out other channels to talk to people and uh, get them on board. Uh, I'm a little more interested in you guys mentioning, you know, you, you met each other because you're the short guys on the basketball team. <laughs> you're, you're selling candy out of your backpack there. And you go from there to uh, Doug opening up his own little store. Um, and then from there, you guys are opening up the, the, these applications and going national. Um, how do you guys get from selling candy out of your bag to opening up a produce store to, you know, getting to this level of now you got great living out in Texas, uh, trying to start up this business? How do you guys get from that, that level of just, you know, a couple of kids in middle school and high school to, hey, let's open up business? How does that how does that happen? Where does that come from? Um, you, you always wonder how do people like successful people or how do people drive that type of car, have that type of house? How are they doing this? Cause they can't like, I mean, I feel like I didn't, uh, on my end, I feel like I didn't have a lot of, uh, role models that I could look up to and see in those positions or ask ideas. So like, it was always wondering and like, you know, um, so, and then also, uh, uh, a, a need to help out around the house, um, a lot of people in my area uh, was low income, so you know you have your and I was I was uh, raised by a single mother, so you know you see her working two jobs, trying to go to school on top of that, and then trying to take care of a whole household, and it's like damn, you know you see her break down sometimes, and you're like how how can I help, you know what I mean? Like what can I do to help the situation? So um, I end up uh, like on top of like a little side job like Doug talking about, but I uh, I started working when I was 13, two jobs at 13. I was a, a bus boy at um, uh, the best steakhouse in East Lansing. And then I worked um, at a community center. Um, but it was just like that that nag to like want to do better and be better and uh, be in a better position, like suffering that hurts. You know, you watching um, like everybody like you watching from afar. People are just they don't have to worry about trying to come up with money for field trips and all this other stuff like, you know, or they have a lot of money to, you know, 
eat at school and then like you're just stuck like watching like you know hopefully you know you pack something so it first it was like seeing that like like that going without and wanting more and then like you know then like finding somebody else that's like-minded like you like like i want to i want to do these same things like of course we play basketball but it's like i want to i want to like level up that's the word that's the you know what you want to say is i want to level up so how can you level up you gotta we gotta be more we gotta learn we gotta figure it out you know so i think for us like it was just a lot of figuring it out on our own and just growth yeah. too just wanted just wanted to grow right and wanted to learn more um <clears throat> you know when i when i opened up the produce store i quit my job you know i just put my two weeks in you know i started writing a business plan and then you know quit my job and opened the store and, and luckily i had my wife who was who was working at the time who kind of kept the bills paid right um because i put everything i had into the store getting it you know <laughs> you know, getting all the equipment, the refrigerators, you know, tables, cash registers, like just all the little things you don't even, you know, think that you need, um, you know, getting all that type of stuff. And so like, I, I put a lot into the store, but for me, I think it's growth, right? Just always, I mean, always had that hustler mindset, you know, always wanted money, always wanted more money. Um, but also, you know, just growth, wanted to learn more, wanted to, you know, wanted to, you know, learn business, you know, wanted to go to the next level, um, you know, and then and just taking taking into account everything I've learned, you know, from from hustling, selling candy, right, and selling clothes, and then opening the store, and what I learned from that, and transitioning into, um, you know, with more today, on top of you know just you know growing within the corporate industry, you know, within my 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 current um, my current job, but just always wanting to learn, always wanting to grow, always wanting to just you know see how things work. Um, that was kind of my my. Um, my kind of growth path is as far as you know like you said starting from selling candy to to mower now okay but and so you know if, if i'm hearing you guys correctly you didn't come from a place where there's a lot of money right you didn't have a dad you didn't have a mom who give you a small loan of a million dollars to start up your business you guys had to put <laughs> the wish. money together yourself right am i am i hearing that correctly well, yeah sometimes we had yeah. the parent well so, i give the parent my check but you know it made it worked out <laughs> Yeah. I mean, even even now, we're we're still funding. And to this day, we're funding more completely ourselves. You know, we don't have investors. You know, it's all like between the designing, the the development, the marketing. It's all coming out of our pocket. Were you able to get any grants for any sort of funding at all, or we we got a um a small um a small one through uh, Leap. I don't know if you're familiar with Leap, um, but we got a, a small grant through them. Um, wasn't it? I guess anything helps, obviously, um, but, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't to the point where it was going to, you know, get us to that next level, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, that's that's the only thing we've, we've gotten so far. We did get accepted into uh, Techstars um, about a month ago, but we uh, ended up turning that down um, just because it wasn't we felt like it wasn't right for us. But Techstars is actually one of the top accelerators um, in the country. Um, if not, well, I don't know about the world, but in the country, I know that for sure. Um, and uh they out of so many you know thousands of thousands of business businesses that apply companies um they only choose 12 and we're one of the 12 they chose um and then you know like like i said we ended up turning it down because of the the contract um the contracts that they they put out there but um that just kind of validated you know what we have is real you know for us at least and we always knew that but kind of getting that stamp like you know getting accepted in the tech stars was it just it put us on that next level like okay let's go hard let's let's really you know push this you know because we've gotten this far with just us you know we got over you know five thousand uh users 
Um, and it's just it knowing that we got this far with just Gray and I, you know, and, and all the money coming out of our pocket, we we, we feel we can get to that next level, um, you know, with with Mower, and, and that's kind of what we, we, we've been grinding out to do. So my question to you guys now is, so you don't have the money, you don't have the finance really to outside of just paying out of pocket, working and paying out of pocket, right? So how do you guys go from, you know, anybody else trying to start a business? It can't be easy, especially if you don't have the finance behind it, right? How do you go from just saying, you know what, forget all that, you know, let's just do this. Let's get into this. Why don't you guys just find a job? Why don't you guys just go out and get paid, get a check like everybody else? What makes you want to start your own business, go through those trials, go through that hardship? Because it's not easy. What, what, what drives you guys to do that? I would say it's levels, um, depending on, we're fortunate where we can, um, where, you know, I could be down here and Doug can be up there. Um, but I, I would say um, for those, like um, a lot of, especially with investors, they want to see that you're um, all the way in because um, that, that can make them hesitant. But don't, you know, uh, move at your own pace. Uh, if you have to work a job, you don't have to, you know, quit the job or, you know, find something that works around uh, what you're doing. Because, um, uh, you know, for the longest, this this is what I've been doing is w- working around mower. Um, I still, you know, find ways to make money. But, um you know, you you still support the dream, but at the same time, you you know, let's let's be realistic. Um, you know, you want to go all in, but don't don't get put out on the streets because you know you're right. trying to fund that business. You know, it's a it's a time to pull that cord, uh, you know, the umbilical cord to cut it. Um, and you'll know when, but like 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 you know, just having the percentages, you know, like. 50 50 or 30 uh 70 like just break it down like that and just make it make sense like you'll know what to do as far as like working or whatnot but uh, if this is your your dream you know at some point you are gonna have to cut the cord and go all the way in especially when it's time to scale and uh move on to the next level um you gotta remove the security cushion you know and just go all in a lot of people uh do their best work when they burn all their bridges because you can't turn around you can't look back so you have to figure out how to survive so great. Here's my thing. Then you, you talk about being realistic. Okay, we're going back in in history now, right? So you have this idea. Mom says it's a good idea. Girlfriend says it's a good idea. Doug says it's a good idea. But where do you go from there? You didn't have the connection. You didn't have the people. Right there, a lot of people would have said, "Well, there goes the dream. It was nice, but what do I do now?" They would have gave up right there. Then you sit down. Keep going. Then you sit down with with a designer, and the designer says, "Here, here's the idea. Here you go." Check it out, but now you got to get somebody to develop the design, right? You sit down with the developer, and the developer says, "Well, yeah, I could do this for you, but this is how much it's going to cost, mm-hmm. right?" So you, at, at, this is what really inspires me about you guys, is that there was a hurdle, and you guys overcame that hurdle using what you guys had in place. You know, Gray out there, he's driving an Uber, he's asking people, "How do I make these connections?" Right, and then you go to that point where, okay, let's put some money down, but it's not going to be that cheap. And you guys, from what it sounds like, you didn't have the money right there. Somebody would have gave up right there on the spot. Why did you guys not give up? Why did you guys keep going from there? I think for us, we never gave up on anything. Like, very persistent, very tenacious. And um, when we put our mind to something, uh, we don't put, we're 100% like, going to make it happen. Um, we didn't have anybody to model. So um, we wanted to be pioneers, at least from what we, uh, our knowledge of, 
who did what. Um, we want to be pioneers. We want other people to see that it can be done. You can come from these cir circumstances and do this. Um, we both have children, um, and they got this. They, they're they're there with us every step of the way. They're seeing that it's getting done, and it's you know how far we're getting um, as well. So it's like it's, you have a lot of eyes on you. Um, on top of that, it's it's ourselves, like keeping our like. Yeah, it's just that drive. Yeah, keeping ourselves in line. Like, hey, you got to do this. You got to, you know. And we yeah. learned a lot of stuff the average person wouldn't know unless you did the same thing that we've done. So, you know, you guys have to don't give up. Just like like just ask questions because the worst thing that can happen is somebody saying no, and then you just go to somebody else or go to another place. Like, I'm in a whole new area now, and like the opportunity is endless, and you know, it's it's really like surreal to be actually out here, like. I cut out, like I'm away from the nest. You know, I, I think about that every time like, or every day. Like, there's no going back. Um, you know, I, we've been through some crazy things while we've been here that would make some anybody go back. But um, you know, we're still here and um, we're still pushing. And like Doug said, we're really close to being there. We got that validation. We have investors. We had NFL players hit us up, wanting to know about Mower. And it's like, man, you know, we we know we're there, but you know, we got like a little bit more to go. And then. It's, we're just going to bust down that wall and now and we're going to be there. Yeah, and it's just that yeah. drive too. Like, I mean, that, I feel like that's just, that's just us, you know, that's just our nature. Like, we just, we want to keep going and we're, you know, we're, we're not going to give up. Like, I mean, you know, both of us, I had my daughter at 17, you know, and, you know, fresh out of high school and Gray had his, his son a year later, right? And, and, you know, so those are the stories that people don't know. Like, on top of everything, you know, we got families, you know, we got, you know, my, I had a son that was born in January um, and he was born at 23 weeks and, you know, he went through eight different surgeries and, you know, and lost, you know, um, you know, some of his small intestine. And, and even now he's, you know, he's on a feeding tube and a, and a central, a central line. Right. And so through all that, I'm still pushing through, you know, with more right on top of working, um, you know, and, and the stuff that, you know, some personal stuff great went through down in Texas with some stuff. Right. And, and it's just, that's just us. Like, we're just not going to give up. We're going to keep going. And, um, you know, and, and I don't know if you guys are hip hop fans, but you know, I, I see this all the time where Nipsey Hussle, um, you know, he said that he's, uh, you know, the difference between him and other people is he just didn't give up. You know, he just kept pushing, he kept grinding. And that's what we're doing. Like, we're just, I mean, we've been through so much like this year, like if you guys really knew like everything we've been through this past year between Gray and I, um, I, at a personal level, is like we talk all the time. Like, man, like, I don't know how we're still put. Like, I don't know how we're still pushing through everything we've been through. Um, you know, but that's just that's just us, man. We just we're not going to give up. We're going to keep going. The marathon continues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it is. You know, it's just you know, it, it's hard to answer that question because I feel like it, it, that's just us. You know, that's just that's just who we are. We're just going to keep pushing this thing, and 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 you know, until we're forced to give up. <laughs> Okay, great, great. So you went down to Dallas, Texas. There's a massive Spanish-speaking community out there. Is there anything that you guys are doing to target that yeah, community um, in any way? On top of that, look, um, I told uh, me and my family, um, we are actually, um, well, especially my kids, because it's free for them. Well, I guess it's free for me. But one, um, I, I said it's it's necessary that we learn Spanish. Like, there's no reason why we're gonna be here and not know. Like, nobody should have to adapt to us. You know, um, I was just in the store talking to a lady that spoke Spanish yesterday, um, and she had to point me to uh, the manager because um, she spoke, she was bilingual. So uh, I said, you know, I felt bad because I was like, that's it's my responsibility to know that, especially with me being in the business. But it's today's world. I have to learn 
how to speak Spanish. Why, why am I not, you know, why haven't I already did this, you know? Um, but yeah, um, it, it is definitely um, a need uh, for me to be able to communicate and re uh, resonate with uh, individuals who speak Spanish because that's down here. If you, if anybody been, to, I mean Texas in general, but down in Dallas, uh, it's a a big uh, Spanish-speaking population, um, and people come from different walks. I mean, you not only Mexico, but Guatemala, Peru, Venezuela, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I. You know, we're working on ways like even in the app, we're make we're gonna make it uh uh where you can toggle between English and Spanish, because we learned that here we're gonna need it. Like a lot of people, a lot of the people, especially uh in the um, lawn care industry, um you know it's it's needed. Um even when they're texting between user uh, and the partner, it's gonna need a translation. Like it's needed. This is 2023. Like, let's not only think that people only speak English. Let's not do that. You know, we we have to adapt. If you don't adapt, then, you you know, bye-bye uh, to your business. You know, it only right, can last right, so right. long. And, and I'm going to say this is what I find really inspirational about you guys. And, and one of the reasons why I, I love doing this podcast is I get to meet guys like you. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you come up and you have this great idea you have this dream and that's where it all starts any kind of business any 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 kind of uh, venture like that it starts with the dream you have this dream and you keep chasing it and a, and you know an obstacle comes up you keep chasing it another hurdle you keep chasing it. you keep going after it you know and i love that story i love and i i wish that the best for you guys and uh, i know that if you guys keep that up you know five years from now ten years from now everybody's gonna be talking about more you know and you guys are gonna be up there and, and me and his Sus are gonna be sitting here one day saying man remember five years ago we interviewed those guys when they were just started <laughs> so you know i find that really inspirational about you guys is that every hurdle every obstacle you come up to you guys find a way to overcome it you guys find a way to to beat it and, and you know that's it's a big story for those who are listening you know a lot of people say well i don't have the connections you know someone so was able to do it because he had connections i don't have those connections that's why i'm not where i'm at, where he's at you know he had the money that's why he's there and i'm over here he had this and i didn't have that that's why he can do it and i can't but you guys i mean you didn't have the connections you didn't have the finance you guys only had the dream and the motivation and so i hope those who are listening today are able to, to hear that and find a way that's all it is. It, that's what it's about. Just find a way. Yeah. Awesome. Figure it out. No, it was, yeah. nothing comes free, man. It, it's no matter what, you just got to figure it out. And, you know, and sometimes you can't be scared to, to you know, jump in and, and, and get your hands dirty. You know, like like both Gray and I, when we started our businesses, we were Ubering together out in, in East Lansing, like talking on the phone every night till three in the morning, you know, driving people around, you know, just to keep our businesses and our lights on for our businesses. Um, you know, so that it's not only, you know, that from what we did back in our old, you know, with our previous businesses, that translates into what we're doing now with more, right? We're just, we're, we're, we're going to keep pushing and keep grinding it out until, until we get to where we need to be. And then uh, Douglas, I'm just curious, what are you, do you still have the store, the produce store? No, no. So we closed down uh, right when COVID hit, um, uh, right when COVID okay. hit, it, it, it really impacted us and, um, we lost one of our big vendors. I had the, there's a local produce store, but I had, um, I made, we would make fruit cups and veggie cups and uh, parfaits for a local uh, um, food chain store, Quality Dairy here. And um, and we we're in 36 of their stores. And then we lost that big account. And that really, you know, that we took a hit with that. And then when COVID hit, 
it was just it was just too much to you know to keep it going unfortunately you know and and you know sometimes it doesn't work out right like you can keep grinding keep pushing until like i said until you're forced to quit and that and at that point you know when covid hit we kind of were forced to to close down unfortunately um but uh you live and you learn right you know i I would I wouldn't trade that that journey for it was you know a good five six years and I wouldn't trade that for anything like I learned so much about business I learned so much about myself you know I was I mean I was driving to Detroit at you know two three in the morning to get produce and then um, you know coming back to my store and running that and then Ubering right and then you know driving back out to Detroit again is you know I've learned so much I met so many great people like you know we got I met some people through Leap. Um, and you know, that's how we were able to get, you know, the, that small, um, that small grant we did, um, for some marketing, but you just meet all kinds of people. I was traveling out to farms, you know, picking up produce from local farmers and just talking to them. And to this day, I go out there and they give me, you know, some free pies. And so it's just, you just, I don't know, that's just the part I enjoy about entrepreneurship is just the people you meet, the people you get to talk to, you know, the things you experience, you know, just at the produce tournament at 3 a.m. talking to these produce guys. And it's like, you know, I was getting produce where, you know, Kroger and Meyer were getting produce. I was getting my produce from the same people, you know, so you just little things like that you don't realize. Um, and so, yeah, it was just, it's just a journey, man. And, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that for anything. I learned so much. So from my understanding, when you guys started, um, you guys had to do a lot of those initial jobs for mower at first. Um, what, <laughs> knowledge did you gain from doing that <laughs> it's so funny when you said that i just pictured uh our first mower job was me and my son and <laughs> we wrote mower on these uh reflective safety vests and we went out <laughs> the first job and it was it was crazy because i actually the guy who at, uh requested it was a guy i drove the night before in uber and I was telling him about the app and he requested it i was like oh shoot and i was like what do we do now so we end up like picking up the job um and then going out um going out and servicing it and it was like it was a bit overwhelming because like you know i i don't really do like i didn't do lawn care like heavily so i was like oh shoot okay if i do it right it's line straight all that but yeah, it was very interesting but then um we got instances of uh like we're like the, like we could have gave up again we didn't have enough partners at one point and um uh there was a guy i met um so i don't know where oh he was just walking down the street he got a lawn or gas canister on his lawnmower, just pushing it down. And I was like, "Hey, you want to make some money?" And he was like, <laughs> "He was like, yeah, well, like, what do you got for me?" And I'm like, "Look, I would take you to all these jobs because it was like something. Maybe Lancet State Journal published an article on us, and I was like, "Look, I would take you to each and every one of these jobs. I need you to sign up here, and uh, I will take you. I promise you, I'll take you right now. I got like ten jobs ready to go." So I, uh, I signed him up and took him to every job. I threw like my, my trunk was open, grass everywhere. At the end of the day, you know, like you you got to do what you got to do, you know, in order to get stuff launched. And I, I think for a lot of you, like a lot of people out there, like don't be afraid to get your uh, hands dirty. You have to like you like sometimes you got to do the job yourself. Like you can't always outsource or, you know, maybe uh, your connection might like, you know, slow down and you can't get those resources. So you got to go somewhere else and do it. But just don't don't give don't give up if you know if you want it easy you know business isn't for you because it, it, it takes a lot of a lot of work a lot of hurt a lot of you know good times bad times all that stuff but you got to be willing to go through that go through the fire do you guys do uh any type of uh i don't know if the lawn care is the right word for this but any type of that kind of work for winter you guys do like the shoveling yeah, the snow yeah. plow and all that too 
Yeah, we do snow. Yep. Okay. Yep. So yeah, in the app we uh we have we have that snow option as well. Yeah. We um so uh, we actually just released Mower 2.0, which is the second version of Mower. Uh it was what, May, May of of last year. We we uh implement that and you know that goes to and that goes into the, the business part of it is adapting to your customers, right? We realized that, you know, all we had was one mo option, you know, and with the new version we have tiers now. So we have um we have quick mo, mower plus and mower pro. And so people can, you know, they can do a, so this. There's some individuals who they just want just, you know, they're going to get fine. They need you to come out there, cut the grass. They don't care what it looks like. They just need you to cut the grass. And and so we we found that. Um, and then on top of that, we um, we found people that wanted, you know, more of a more of a landscaping type um, job done, right, where they wanted nice clean lines and they wanted edging and stuff. So you know, we we kind of you know listened to what the customers were saying and we tailored it. Um, you know, to to fit that. So now we got those three options in there and, and all three of them get used. Right. So, um, you know, we found that beneficial. So that just goes to, you know, listening to your customers. And, you know, Grace says all the time, send surveys out, hear what they have to say, um, you know, and don't be stubborn to, you know, don't be stubborn to it. Don't be so set in your own ways of your business that you're not listening to what your customers want, because, um, you know, that's not good. You're in, not not to say you'll fail, but you definitely won't be able to grow if you're not listening to what your customers want. Well, I think this is a genius idea. You know, I'll, I'll speak for myself as a homeowner. Uh, I, every year I have this situation where I can't find a guy to mow my lawn. I live on a corner. I've got a lot of grass to cut. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> so every year I struggle finding somebody who, who's able to do it. And I'm very happy to hear about this application. You guys have uh, definitely found another customer. So look for me this summer on your app. <laughs> Or the winner. Yeah. Or the winner. Yeah. I really do appreciate your time. Yeah, man. Grand Rapids is a what's next for uh, what's next for Mower? Well, I uh, wanna I wanna plug in a piece. Uh first before I do, make sure you guys check out more renter too while you at it. Put some equipment in there. You never know, it might get rented out. I know you guys got something at home that you can rent out. But um my next piece is um also me uh Doug and I um we have this uh we're giving back to the community. And uh, what we're doing is uh, we're working with two nonprofits every month um, here in Dallas and uh, in uh, Lansing uh, to start off with. So um, every month what we do is in our app, we do advertisement um, and we have these banners. So one, we list their banner um, within the app. So you'll see those two nonprofits in the app uh, on a monthly basis. Um, you can click their link, uh, click the banner. You can go right to their um, either their Facebook uh, or their website, whatever one they, they cho uh, choose. But you can learn more and that's about do the more, right? Yep, it's, it's uh, the do more foundation. Yep. So um, it's just it's just our, our, our way of giving back. Like I said, we're not like super, you know, like rich or anything like that. But um, at least, if anything, we can bring um, attention to those causes that can like help uh, out immediately in those areas. So. Um, you can go on the website. You can figure out how to help or donate or just just learn more about what's happening um, um, in your community. And like, I love it because it's a, a good play on more, but um, also it's it's a good cause too. So um, just go out go out there, check those out as well, um, and support um, any way you guys uh, listeners any way you guys uh, want because um, they're always taking volunteers. They're always uh, taking ideas, and on top of that, donations as well. So um, definitely check that out um, in the app. 
So if I'm looking to get somebody to take care of my lawn, I go to mower, that's M-O-W-R app. If I cut lawn, if that's my job and I'm looking for more customers, I go to mower partnership, is that correct? Yes, All right, and if I'm looking to rent some, uh, some lawn care equipment, I go to mower uh, renter. And if I got equipment to rent out, where do I go for that? <laughs> so that's on the host. So it's the same uh, app. You just got to set up a host profile. Yep. Okay, so that's a mower partnership or more renter? Uh, it's inside more renter. Renter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are covering all the bases here. I love it, man. Yeah. I love and that's it. not so just lawn equipment either. You know, it's it. You can put, like I said, you know, you can put an air compressor, some power tools. You can put anything in there. You know, the two party equipment. So if you like equipment, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, or if you know you guys are out, you can uh, rent those out and then get it back and earn earn a little bit of money too. So definitely check it out. Yeah. So back to Will's question, where do you guys see yourselves in the next 10 years as far as mobile technologies? I feel like we talk about this constantly. And um, I, I asked Doug, I was like, you know, is there going to be an exit strategy for you at some point? Because I can't read his mind and he can't read mine. So I want to know before somebody else knows, you know, like what is your plan? And he wants, he needs to know what my plan is. And it's kind of tough because um, seldom do you see a lot of minorities in uh, like you know, leading big companies. And, you know, if, as soon as you sell out, what is it? What does the community say? You sold out, right? <laughs> and, 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 it's, and it's tough, but at the same time, you have your own family, you have your own life that you need to lead, uh, live. And, you know, those 10 years that you were in that company, you know, you did lead and you did uh, do all this stuff. So a lot of short-term memory loss with a lot of people, but um. <laughs> Yeah. It's kind of tough. Like I, I, like I, I feel like you know, Maury's gonna be successful no matter if it's still us at the uh, helm or if we, you know, um, hire a CEO and uh, go public and just become like minority uh, shareholders or something. Um, it's it, it's a lot of routes that we could go. Um, but you know, hopefully, um, we can spend that time uh, traveling the world at that point because you know we've been working a long time. Like I said, since thirteen, that's all we know is work. But you know, sometimes we gotta have fun too, right? Yeah, yeah great. Gray makes fun of me because he said I'm gonna live in Utah in the woods. <laughs> That's my ultimate goal. Live, in, oh, get some land. Wi-Fi. <laughs> Don't know what year it is, but he's content. He's he's hunting. Fish <laughs> with his bare teeth. I, I like nature, man. I like nature. I like hiking. I just I love it out there, and it's like. That's my ultimate goal is, is to move out there, get a nice house, some land, you know, and make sure my family's straight. And, you know, it obviously, you know, for more, you know, I want to take more to as far as we can take it. That That's our ultimate goal. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, I, for me, at least, you know, I, I want to I want to retire early. You know, I want to you know, I feel like I've been working, working hard for so long and I sacrificed so much that, um, you know, I want to be able to enjoy some of my youth while I have it, you know, and. And when you get up, I mean, and obviously we're not there yet, but I mean, you see some of these, these, you know, big companies and these, these CEOs and whatnot. And it just seems stressful up, up at the top when you, when you're, you know, like Facebook and running Seven, the world, right? right? Any kids, you know, yeah, it's, uh, you know, so, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of my thought, you know, make 10 years, you know, that's, that's a long time. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of see myself hopefully somewhat semi-retired by then collecting some investment money. Um mm -hmm. But as far as more, we're, we're going to take it as far as it can go. And we know it can go far. You know, we've, you know, I mean, just, you know, the, the amount of traction we've been able to get and, and the amount of attention we've been able to get, we know we got something good. 
because um, otherwise people want to want to you know interview us if they didn't if they didn't think we had something you know good and a good idea. Um, but yeah, I, we, we're definitely going to take more to as far as we can take you. Well, I mean, I think it's a genius idea, guys. You know, I, I'm a busy man. Uh, you know, I, I I work. I'm very involved in my church. Uh, I've got a beautiful wife that I'm very much involved with and doing a lot of stuff out there. And I don't have time to get on the phone, look for somebody to mow my lawn uh, going out there. They should be looking for me. I shouldn't be looking for them. So I, think this is a, I think this is a genius idea. You know, I just get on an application, let them know, hey, I'm available and they come to me. So I, I love the idea. I think you guys uh, ha have something here. I think it can go far. Uh, and I think the biggest thing is don't give up, man. And so, you know, if you guys get anything out of this podcast, you know, uh, is that you guys are inspirational. You guys are, are I think that you would inspire any of anybody else who's trying to start their own company and, and letting them know, you know, you don't have to have anything in order to start something uh, outside of, you know, that motivation and that hustle. And so you guys definitely have that. And uh, again, we, we really do appreciate your time. We really appreciate your story. And and hopefully, you know, maybe a couple of years from now, we'll get you guys back on the podcast and you guys can talk about how you're spending that money to travel the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, yeah. you ready for the uh, yacht, guys? <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> well, once again, guys, thank you very much. Uh, we're here with the founders of Mower. We've got Doug and Gray. Uh, yeah, Doug and Gray. And uh, again, we appreciate your time, guys. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. For appreciate having you. Thanks for having us. Definitely appreciate it. Origin of the Future, guys. Uh, this is another episode, and episode we hope that you eight. guys enjoyed it. Episode 8. Look at us, man. We're moving up, too. <laughs> all right. Congratulations. So. You go. Oh. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, that's nice. Guys. Well, you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you very much for listening. All right, guys. You too. Have a good one.